Hi, you're listening to New Week number 109. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology, and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos, and images in this installment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 24,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to www.newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from a wintry, frozen London. After an extended break, it's the first New Week update of 2023. So what do we have in store? Well, this week, media giants are waking up to the IP implications of generative AI. And the long and short of it is they're not happy and a mighty legal battle is brewing. Meanwhile, a US startup is planning to become the first private organisation to mine asteroids and bring the minerals back to Earth. And a Harvard longevity doctor says he has uncovered one of the key mechanisms that governs human ageing. So, let's get into it. Politics chat. Generative AI is an earthquake with implications we'll be forced to contend with in the years ahead. This week saw some powerful signals of what is coming. Getty Images announced that they will sue Stability AI, the company behind text-to-image platform Stable Diffusion, which featured in New World Same Humans so many times in 2022. The media giant, which owns more than 135 million copyrighted images, says Stability AI unlawfully scraped their IP in order to help train its AI model. The company isn't seeking financial damages, says CEO Craig Peters. Instead, Peters talks about the establishment of new business models, and by way of comparison, he talks about the wave of illegal music streaming sites, which you'll remember well if you're as old as I am, that enjoyed huge popularity in the early 2000s, but that eventually gave way to legal streaming services. Peters said, I think there are ways of building generative models that respect intellectual property, I equate this to Napster and Spotify. Spotify negotiated with intellectual property rights holders, labels and artists to create a service. And that's what we're looking for, rather than a singular entity benefiting off the backs of others. Getty is bringing its action in the UK. And a spokesperson for Stability AI said the company will defend itself and that the suit is based on a misunderstanding of how generative AI technology works and the law surrounding copyright. This move comes in the wake of news that three visual artists will sue both Stability AI and Midjourney. Their class action lawsuit claims the platforms violated the rights of millions of artists by using their work as training data. Meanwhile, artists are developing tools that enable them to check whether their work was used to train a popular text-to-image model. If you go to the email, you'll see a link to one of those tools. Here's the New World Same Humans take. Generative AI is about to smash into a complex mesh of social systems that are woven through the economy, the world of work, 
creative practices and more. And as if to underline that truth, OpenAI CEO Sam Altman was in Washington DC this week to talk to policymakers. What they made of his message, which reportedly included explanations that OpenAI is working towards AGI, remains unclear. After all, policymakers across the global north, as we've talked about before, are still struggling to come to terms with Web 2.0 almost 20 years after its emergence. Analysts will watch the Getty lawsuit closely for hints on how the IP question is set to play out, but the IP question is really just about the start. What about generative AI's impact on disinformation or employee displacement or our education systems? News broke this week that ChatGPT passed law exams in four courses at the University of Minnesota. How do we legislate for that? The fundamental problem is that AI and other technologies are evolving at a speed that our society simply can't adapt around. We've been talking about an online Wild West for years, but the current dispensation will come to seem quaint given what is coming. One potential answer? In time, we may have no choice but to turn to AI to help us devise new laws and norms that enable us to cope with this technological disruption. The rise of AI, then, may necessitate governance by AI. That's a mind-bending idea that New World Same Humans will come back to soon. And here's an update. Just as I'm hitting send comes news that Google have released an insanely good text-to-music model, which I'll talk about again soon. Clearly, the IP questions currently swirling around generative AI and the visual arts will be coming to music, too. Space drills. A US startup called Astroforge this week announced that it will launch two space mining missions in 2023. Astroforge say they want to become the world's first commercial company to mine an asteroid and bring the minerals back to Earth. The first mission of this year, which is planned for April, will see Astroforge refining technology tested aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 spacecraft. And the second, later in this year, will see the startup piggyback on another Falcon 9, this one headed for the moon. An Astroforge probe will travel to lunar orbit along with the spacecraft before heading out into deep space on its own to take high-resolution images of the asteroid that Astroforge eventually wants to mine. Here's my take. Space mining has been a mainstay of science fiction for decades and it was the subject of a wave of hype a few years back. Now, via the maturation of the private space startup ecosystem, it is coming and it's going to be wild. Want a glimpse of the prizes in play? NASA says that this year they'll launch a mission to the asteroid 16 Psyche. It's a 140-mile-wide object, and it's believed to contain a core of iron, nickel, and gold worth $10,000 quadrillion. That's around 70,000 times the size of the global economy. Of course, we'd need to get all that nickel and gold back to Earth to sell it, and that's where startups such as Astroforge come in. On the other hand, though, do we have to get it back to Earth? I can't help wondering if people come to believe that these minerals will one day be recoverable, 
Will that fuel the financialization of these asteroids? Will people start selling shares in them or taking huge loans against them? And what will that do to the global financial system? New World Same Humans will keep watching. Department of Youth. Developments this week in our eternal quest for the secrets of immortality. Scientists at the University of Bristol say they've used gene therapy to rewind the biological age of the heart in elderly mice. The research, which was published in the journal Cardiovascular Health, studied the impacts of a gene mutation often found in centenarians and believed to help protect against heart disease. Researchers in the UK and Italy found that when the gene was administered to elderly mice, it fueled processes of repair that resulted in the heart health of a much younger mouse, equivalent to a decade younger in human terms. The paper comes in after news last week of a major ageing breakthrough. A 13-year study conducted by Harvard genetics professor David Sinclair seems to confirm Sinclair's information theory of ageing. Currently, mainstream scientific opinion, and you'll have heard this many times before, is that the accumulation of mutations in DNA is the primary driver of ageing. Sinclair, though, has long believed that the real culprits are errors that appear over time in the information carried in the epigenome. This information is used to instruct cells on which genes to activate and which to keep silent. But over time, according to Sinclair, the instructions get jumbled and the result is the cell dysfunction that we call ageing. Sinclair's new study suggests he is at least in part right And that is huge news because it raises the possibility that we can repair the epigenetic instructions. Sinclair likens this to rebooting the epigenome and so literally unspool the ageing process. When Sinclair and his team gave gene therapy to mice that repaired the information in their epigenome, the result was the production of far more youthful cells. Sinclair says, now when I see an older person, I don't look at them as old. I just look at them as someone whose system needs to be rebooted. It's no longer a question of if rejuvenation is possible, but a question of when. Here's the New World Same Humans take. This week it was impossible to avoid headlines about Brian Johnson, a 45-year-old Silicon Valley founder and very rich person who spends $2 million a year on a regime, including constant blood tests and thousands of whole-body MRIs, intended to rewind his biological age to 18. Now look, sure, that is extreme. But Johnson is questing at the outer edges of a pursuit, extended youthfulness, that interests almost all of us. And in 2023, we're going to hear a lot more about it. Sinclair's research offers a whole new angle on anti-aging therapies. And meanwhile, work that targets aging is becoming increasingly mainstream and well-funded. I've written before on the Jeff Bezos-funded Altos Labs, which now has a $3 billion war chest. Pharma giant Pfizer this month announced a drug discovery partnership with 
longevity startup Giro, and scientists at New York's Albert Einstein College of Medicine are planning a huge study on the hypothesis that the common and pretty cheap diabetes drug metformin can safely extend human lifespan by years. Exciting advances, but huge unanswered questions too. Not least, what would extended lifespans do to already strained social and welfare systems in the global north? Also this week, NASA says it will partner with the Defence Advanced Research Projects Agency to develop a nuclear thermal rocket engine. The agency says the engine can one day enable humans to journey deep into space and they're aiming to have a prototype ready no later than 2027. An Amazon engineer asked ChatGPT a series of standard interview questions for a coding job at the company and it got them all right. The machine learning engineer revealed details of the experiment in the company Slack. Meanwhile, Amazon has warned employees not to share commercially sensitive information with the chatbot. A new study says human activity may have degraded far more of the Amazon rainforest than previously believed. Scientists at Lancaster University in the UK say logging, land conversion and more has weakened more than 2.5 million square kilometres of the rainforest. That's around one third of its area and double the area previously thought to have been affected. US scientists used CRISPR to put an alligator gene inside catfish. The gene makes the catfish more resistant to infection, which is a major problem during catfish farming. And US farms produce 307 million tonnes of catfish each year. SpaceX have agreed to work with the US National Science Foundation to mitigate the impacts of its satellites on our view of the night sky. Astronomers have long complained that SpaceX satellites and the company plans to launch tens of thousands of them will impair their work and regular readers already know that this subject is a long-term New World Same Humans obsession. The World Economic Forum says a catastrophic cyber event is likely sometime within the next two years. Speaking at Davos, WEF Managing Director Jeremy Jurgen said that 93% of cyber leaders surveyed by the organisation believe a cyber catastrophe is coming soon. That's a far higher proportion than seen in previous years. And as I said, just as I'm hitting send on this email, Google have announced a new text-to-music model that totally blows away previous attempts at generative music. This model is called Music LM and it can generate long and complex compositions based on only a text description. There's a link in the email. Go and check it out. It is absolutely incredible. And you'll be able to listen to music composed based on prompts such as Epic soundtrack using orchestral instruments. The piece builds tension, creates a sense of urgency, an a cappella chorus sing in unison. It creates a sense of power and strength. So go and have a listen and I'll be writing, as you can imagine, much more about this soon. Humans of Earth. Here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.01 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.797. The global population vaccinated against COVID stands at 63.8%. 
The 2023 progress bar stands at 7%. And on this day, the 27th of January 1820, a Russian expedition discovers the Antarctic continent. It's magic. Thanks for listening this week. The generative AI revolution is unfolding at what feels like breakneck speed, and we've had a taste of that while I've literally been writing this email. Google's new music model is amazing, and I'll write more on it soon. We're all going to have to figure out the consequences of these new technologies and how we propose to live with them. It's another case of new world, same humans. This newsletter will keep watching and there's one thing you can do to help and that is share. So now you've reached the end of this week's instalment. Why not forward the email to someone else who'd enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. I'll be back next week. Until then, be well.